Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 247, and it is part of the Battle of Mughamara story arc. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventure inc. Patrons like James, Jay Chan, Mary, Vespa, Nick, Francis, Chris. These are people who understand the value uh, that they get out of the show and want to give some of that value back. And you can too. Patreon.com slash adventure inc. That's where you can become a patron like them and get all kinds of bonus content that comes down the line. Uh, you know, bonus episodes. Uh, we do some D&D materials. We do some interviews. All this stuff is available at patreon.com slash adventuring uh, and it is exclusive to them. We do these monthly tavern nights that only exist because of our amazing patrons, because they make it happen. And we can't thank them enough for that. So thank you to the patrons. Uh, and if you aren't a patron, there's still time. All right, let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth the Monk lighter subjects uh how's the, the the whole corruption of the iora church going on a lighter subject Jabeto, yeah. <laughs> the rogue we're basically family oh, so do you right. want to admit to your family that all you want to do is Gebetto. learn how to read so that you can read pornos <laughs> genevera the sorcerer oh my god guys it worked the high plan fives. worked high fives oh my goodness oh my god we should have a plan more often! Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why my, are my nipples not convincing? <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated! <clears throat> so, the dinosaurs and a few of the wolves uh, have created like a, a bit of a perimeter uh, for this ritual. Um, to occur already, uh, Caleb and Caleb, uh, Vison, um, Vison, uh, the Magic Man, uh, and uh, Adonan have crowded around the uh, the door and are like trying to uh, look at the wards that are soaked into uh, this place. So um, Adonan turns back. So. Uh, Genevieve, you're still flying around, or have you come down? No, I will have, once we get to the gates. Sounds like a puzzle. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, Adonan turns to you, um, and he says, uh, this is a very uh, complex uh, piece of uh, arcane power. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to uh, it's going to take us some time to try and uh, unwind what he has, has woven here. Okay. If you wish to help, then uh, that may be doable. But, uh, you know, if you are needed elsewhere, we will understand and we can try to uh, uh, take care of this process without you. And uh, see what I don't know, are you trying to kick me out of this puzzle? I don't know... 
I'm not trying to check you, you out. Are you trying to tell me that I'm not going to be good enough at solving this puzzle that you don't want me here? I don't know what needs to be solved so much as we need to try and use our uh, magical ability to cut through this door. If you wish to expend yourself in that way, then we could use your help. If you're needed elsewhere, uh, we understand. Oi, oi, did, did I hear a puzzle? <laughs> yeah, but Ata, they don't want us here. What? What? We're the best Adam at puzzles. They're trying to get rid of me. I know we're the best at puzzles. Let's but do it quicker than them. That, well, but did you ever think that maybe we're just the best at puzzles because our friends are idiots? Where? Oh, wait. Uh, hold, so hold like on. Hold on there. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're Man. only the best because Asher, Jibeto, <laughs> and Kath are bad and not like, because we're good? Like, relative to those other idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be. Yeah, it's possible. Wait, no, 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 we're great. We're great at puzzles. Come on. Come on. I thought, it's us. I, I, th I, I thought we were. Come on. Let's take a crack at it. Okay. One of I'm going to stick around, Adonan. Just see if you need me. Um, he, he says, great. Uh, come right over. Um, as you guys step towards the door, one of the dinosaurs uh, drops out of uh, a wild shape. Uh, into druid form uh, and steps back. Uh, some of the wolves take the place. Uh, a few of the wolves also drop away. Um, the the whole of the army has re like refocused and is pushing on this location. And your line of defense is starting to fall away already. Um, Redbridge turns and she says, we need to buy as much time as we can for this ritual. Omen, you're with me. And she turns back with two hand axes and charges toward the line uh, with Omen behind her. Um, and a few of the others uh, as well uh, follow on. Spooky Todd. Clug, uh, uh, you know, scoots up. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to try. Um, uh, but uh, Lanier, Patrick, they're just uh, standing by. <laughs> Genevera, oh uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we need to buy time for this ritual, correct? Um, what if I just made a wall of stone in front of this? <laughs> Does that seem like a good idea? Yes, yes, please do that. Done. And then I cast wall of stone to sort of uh, guard this area up. Are uh, you casting it in front of, like, where, where, where are you dividing that line? So the barrier that they're working on, mm -hmm. the group working on the barrier, mm -hmm. wall of stone. Okay. Oh, wait, so are you, or should what I side cast, are you on? I was going to be on the you, other side. Because, like, a wall oh. in the middle of battle, the battlefield makes no sense. It's just sort of like, hey. Um, but I'm thinking, like, literally cutting them off so that, it's easier for us to guard the area that they're currently working in. Two questions. Yeah. How thick is the stone wall? Oh, with two dummy seats. thick. <laughs> <laughs> it is six inches thick. The spell is evocation. That was not my second question, but it's uh, a good question. I figured you'd have, um, and it's composed of 10, 10 feet by 10 feet panels. Each panel must be contiguous with at least one other panel. So just like big. So they're, they're 10 foot by 10 foot by six inches. Yep. Okay. Uh, my second question. I've now forgotten. 
evocation. That was not Which the question. Which type of magic was it? Um, it, the feet, it it's also 20 oh. feet long <laughs> in diameter. What is like, the duration, and does it require concentration? It does. So my, what's it called, drops. My um, so tendrils drop. when it does, you and all of your allies split... Um, It was like roughly 40 or something. I know how much it is. Okay. You split 120 damage. Oh, because of every point of thing I've hit? Wow. Yes. Nice. So how many allies Uh. is that split amongst? (laughs) 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So... Six, six, points of <laughs> yeah. six points of healing. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, that's giving that to a lot of people, I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's real good. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Um, Lanier looks very relieved. Uh, and I can... The wall can have... <laughs> the wall can have any shape you desire, though it can't occupy the same space as a creature. The wall need, doesn't need to be vertical or rest on a firm foundation. However, it merges with whatever. Um... If you maintain on the, the concentration of the spell for the whole duration, the wall becomes permanent and can't be dispelled. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Otherwise, the wall disappears Jesus. when it ends. <laughs> just future building. Right <laughs> just them in there forever. <laughs> uh, a, How have we not used that before? I don't Very know. I, oh. Just like once a day, you just build like... A, a new wall? house. This yeah. <laughs> Like you build a whole house because it's like ten by ten, right? And yeah. so you do twenty feet long. Mugamara would have been way more keen on Adventure Inc. if Asher had been using this consistently every day for like, So instead there's like some sort of, like someone in town's like you know that you know that fucking guy can make stone walls and he's just sitting up there every day doing nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> It, it must, however, merge with and be solidly supported by existing stone. So that's fine. Thus, the spell. Uh, thus, you can use the spell to bridge a chasm or create a ramp. We could have done this. I should. We could have made a, a sick skate park, and you've been doing <laughs> nothing. This is a fifth level spell. I've never even. I was like, sure, I'll do this. So, <laughs> Anthony, we got to do the whole show over again. Yeah. All right. Rob, when did you no. learn fifth level spells? Like a while ago, at least last year. Yeah, we've been fucking up for a full year. Uh, <clears throat> scrap it all. We're starting over. Okay. Uh, this is the first episode in the Path of Transmutation story arc. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, thank you. That's a perfect place to fix it. That's yeah, where that's... you'll do your do-over. <laughs> totally fine by me. I, I wouldn't mind oh, wait, that's not that, how yeah. that works at all. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> no! Uh, the stone wall uh, shoots up uh, around the ritual as it's occurring. So uh, for, um, let's see. Um, Magic Man, Kaolith, uh, Bison, Adonan. So for the five of you, you're now sealed inside this ten-foot uh, stone uh, structure uh, that moves like basically created like a three angles, I imagine. No, mm-hmm. they're sealed inside. 
we're on the outside of it so that right we can the five of it. them are sealed oh. in sorry uh, i thought you said the five of you and so maybe you did maybe you're talking to yourself uh, i'm talking specifically to genevera and myself uh yeah. i'm okay though because i can fly <laughs> that's true fly out of it genevera pops up over the top of it and she gives asher a thumbs up and then she flies asher's still out. not sure what thumbs up means but he's pretty sure it's good <laughs> you you hear Genevieve, You can hear Caleb grumbling, like, "Well, this this ruined the light." Uh, and he starts like casting a spell. Uh, oh, do, you need, do you need do you need light? And so she's gonna cast dancing lights. Oh, thank you. Uh, and he goes back to like feeling oh, no, the wall. There's like a uh, a barrier that he's actually physically touching in front of the wall, but runes are glowing brightly along the wall. Um, the magic man looks at it and he says. Mm, magic of celestial kind you can feel the celestial vibrations in it um does that mean you and patrick can help he uh patrick who is not on this side of the wall um he looks he says "Mm, perhaps i could have at one point but I don't think I can do much now. I'll be right back. Uh, Genevera flies up out of the house. She <laughs> says, hey, Patrick, <laughs> you want to fly? Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, sure. He transforms into an angel. Okay. Um, his uh, giant metal <laughs> wings like, bursting out behind him as the clockwork angel rises up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Okay, I get your wings are better than mine. Can you come in and check out this uh, celestial wall? Yes, I can. All right, let's go. And she's going to hop back over. He, f- he flies up behind you. Um, you see Elatrix like, whip past, uh, still, like, uh, like, dodging arrows and, like, pounding down onto the ground to fight off a bunch of uh, lizard folk and gnolls. Uh, <clears throat> so more of the line is uh, f- failing uh, as uh, they more of the druids transform back into druids. Uh, when they do, they kind of step back and they're, they're clearly trying to protect themselves to um, create like a secondary line. But the, the line is shrinking in. Are you, are you guys going to join them on the line or? Why don't you you guys all do what Asher did and just build a big old wall that keeps them all out? Uh, we could wall of fire, big wall of fire, and I like look at all of the other druids like knowingly. <laughs> what level is wall of fire? Uh, fourth. They look back at you. Most of them shrug. Like one guy's like <laughs> raises his hand. You, you guy. Yeah. Two walls of fire. Me and you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Great walls of fire. Is wall of fire a concentration spell? It is. So the 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 way it will work is that the the earth the the, the wall of stone I made will stay there but will disappear at the end of the spell if I continue to concentrate on it. It'd be permanent. I'd be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> they would be permanently locked in and it would be a problem. Um, which is why it's kind of a funny spell Um, Um, yeah we yeah wall of fire cool you have one seventh level druid in the entire like army of druids here yes Uh, well there's probably there are more they're still fighting Uh, oh sure okay okay 
but yeah, of the druids who have failed. <laughs> Not super Fair. high level. All right. Well, yeah, and the other ones that are like wild shaped can't cast and whatever, right? So right. Um, so uh, how, how do you want to do this? In front of us. They're okay, charging so, at us, right? We gotta like let's try and like box them out. Let's like make a D like a V so that they have to either go around the wall of fire or go through it and be burned alive. Okay. Right? You take right, I take left. <clears throat> he starts walking left. No, you, well, you take the right flank. I'm gonna make one and then you make one in a <laughs> Okay, Follow okay. my lead, and I cast <laughs> wall of fire, like slightly, like diagonal. So yeah. That oh, he, sure. To make them funnel, like yeah. to funnel them through. Gotcha. No other way. Like, no other way. Yeah. Oh. So like a point, to, like an arrowhead. Yeah, like a battlement. That's why they make the battlements out, right? I don't know. Because <laughs> then they have to either they can go through it and take a ton of damage, or they go around it and split their forces. He casts uh, his wall of fire from the end of your wall of fire, extending it out another 20 feet. Yep. No. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's fine. It's whatever. We did it. <laughs> great, great job. What's your name? <laughs> uh, no, he, he casts it appropriately, uh, creating your, uh, your battlement. Um, and you now have like fire ringing uh, the front of you, stone ringing the back of you, and uh, openings on the side where the troops are still pushing through, uh, but has closed off significantly the amount of space uh, that you have to actively defend. There are still lizard folk and gnolls who push their way through the fire uh, to come and attack, but uh, it's much smaller numbers coming through the flames. There is suddenly a pound that you feel on the ground. Uh Like the ground shakes under your feet. Um, And then a few seconds later, another. And another. And then from around the edge of the compound itself, uh, a... The uh, with a huge chain around its neck leading down uh, to a bunch of knolls tugging it. Uh, there is a full giant uh, making its way uh, around toward the edge of your uh, ritual area. Fun! Genevera, uh, you, <laughs> you and Patrick uh, move your way down in to the... Uh, the space here where everyone is working. Um, and Patrick looks at the wall and he says, Ah, oh, clever. Hmm. There is a lot of celestial magic woven into this, but it is magic meant to enhance magic that underlies it. Magic not only weaved upon this door by those of Adventure Incorporated, but additional layers and some we cannot quite see. Vaisong says, I can see them. (laughs) There are layers of shadow interwoven here. Power that has overwrought the power that was here. And something odd Caleb says, shh, 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 yes, 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 yes. This is similar to what we have been working on. This, this is 
they have enhanced the shadow that was here with celestial magic. They have layered it such that the shadow overwrote and the celestial enhanced that power. It emboldened it. These weaves of shadow within this wall are unlike anything we've seen outside of the, the few experiments we've been playing with. This, this is dangerous stuff. Dangerous indeed. Can we get through it? Oh, certainly we can get through it. Uh, the question is at what cost. If we try too carelessly to open this, then the shadow will be unchecked, open and touched by Celestial, just riding over wherever it can find purchase. It couldn't be long before all of us standing here are just uh, drowned in shadow and anything beyond. Um, that doesn't sound good. But, but very doable. Um, <laughs> is there an option that we open it, but no one gets eaten by shadow? Caleb like throws his hands up. Um, uh, you, you've or never seen Caleb like, like he literally has not looked away from the wall. Uh, and it, like any amount of talking he's doing appears to be mostly for himself. Uh, but he's just, uh, you've not really seen him this level of hyper-focused. And Adonan turns back and he says, uh, we'll, we'll find a way that this is what we do, right? We, we find a solution. Um, okay. Is anyone here, like, immune to shadow that could take the full brunt of it? Uh, silence. And not be affected? Silence is responded back to you. I suppose that if... No. That were something you needed of me no. to do... No. It's not. Okay. I, I appreciate your thought, but I know very well that you probably could be affected by shadow and I won't. That's not a, that's not an option. It's only an option if it's like someone is like immune, like has like shadow blockers. You have at your disposal power that touches each of these deep magics. Or is there a way that you would try to combine these magics to undo what has been done? Caleb, now his head snaps back. Combine? We are just experimenting with this now. We have no idea what ramifications that could have. It would be reckless and dangerous and completely unethical and, and foolhardy and ridiculous to even try. Kath, I've got an idea. It's reckless, it's foolhardy, it's ridiculous, it's dangerous to even try it. But, listen, if I wrap myself in your cloak and jump through the flame wall, I bet I could take a bunch of them out. Yeah, they'll never expect that. Here you go. He just whips off his cloak. He, like, secures it around him. It yeah, just, yeah, yeah. covers him. Uh, Gibetto puts his puts both hands on my swishy and holds it out in front of him. And goes, All right, I'm ready, bud. I told you it'd be fun to fly. All right, head down, head down. He flips up the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gebetto can't see anything now. The hood's covering his face. Uh, my swishy is out, and he's waiting for Keth to throw him through the flames. Hey, 
Yeah, Keth runs up, like has his hands on the cloak, holding them up, and it just tosses them. <laughs> hey, through. dude, song, do you want to see one of my friends die? And I pull out my sword. Oh, <laughs> God, that's insane. That's so stupid. <laughs> uh, and Keth, after uh, Gibetto goes through, do you take? Do you really uh, jumps? Jumps up as as high as he can to, to get over. So, Kev, first the give fi- me a give me a strength check to throw uh, sure. uh, throw Gibetto through the flames. <laughs> he doesn't weigh a lot, so give you should it. be okay. But uh... give him in. <laughs> yes, nineteen. Okay, uh, so yeah, you uh, grab Gibetto and you just. Yeet him over <laughs> the, through the flames, uh, and uh, so from the other side, Gibetto. All of a sudden, just this ball of fire and cloth and death comes <laughs> flying out of the wall of flames as you like leap down in with my swishy. Um, go ahead and make an attack roll at advantage. Also, I think your cloak takes five d eight fire damage, Kath. <laughs> It's a cloak uh, that, of resistance, uh, baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is a 31 to hit. Okay. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and uh, make an attack. Actually, you know what? You at max damage. Uh, you stab out through this. Uh, you pierce into two different people uh, as you come like on the projectile down. Uh, <laughs> flames like still just covered in flame um smoke billowing off of you uh, as you pierce down through two for just whatever the max is great uh so that is uh 79 damage uh would be my max non crit Cool, 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 cool. So you do that to two creatures uh as you fall down uh through this stabbing through both um great. Uh, yeah, he's going to try and keep rolling to, like, put the fire out uh, so that if there's any cloak left, uh, he can bring it back to Keth later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, Keth, you're going to try to leap over this? Yeah, How tall is the wall of fire? Are you, Asher. It's, a, it's 20 feet high. <laughs> 60 feet long. I don't, I don't think you're yep. going to make it. One foot thick. <laughs> can you can you leap that, Keth? <sighs> Can a monk jump that high? You could run up it. Uh, also, Keth, if you Keth has no more no more key. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you land within ten feet of it, uh, you're gonna take some damage. So, yeah, Keth sizes it up and like uh, uh, it th- throws Jibeto through, and he's still running, and he, he just all of a sudden like skids to a halt. Yeah, he does that like <laughs> cartoon backwards yeah. feet thing. Huh. Maybe throwing Gibetto through there was a bad idea. <laughs> Get him, buddy! Gibetto just behind him just hears... Yeah. yeah. You definitely don't hear anything on the other side. Keth runs around. The head heads back away from the fire and tries to get around. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um... So, uh, what are you doing, uh, Asher? Uh, I'm just gonna, uh... The giant is making its way toward you. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be thinking about that giant for a while. Um, 
Okay, well, great. The uh, giant but, moves ever closer. Uh. <laughs> um, the the side of the wall, I guess, selected by me. It says on one side of the wall, selected by you when you cast the spell, which I assumed would have been the outside of the wall away from us, uh, deals 5d8 damage to each creature within 10 feet of it, of uh, within 10 feet of that side or inside the wall. Uh, no save. So... They take. Fourteen, uh, twenty-six, and then thirty-three damage. Thirty-three fire damage. Uh, whoever's within ten feet of that side of the wall. Okay. Which I'm hoping Gibetto is smart enough to not be there. Yeah, he said he rolled, so we'll assume he rolled outside the ten-foot range uh, sure. of the wall. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. Um, and then I'm going to use my cantrip produce flame to try and he, how far away is the giant? Um, the giant's probably, uh, 80 feet away. I just kind of, I guess I'll swing it a uh, lizard folk or a knoll with dune song. Give him some, give him a taste and I'll roll the percentiles. Uh, that would be 21 and, uh, I rolled a 36 for the percentile, so I'm good. Great. Now you hit. Yay. They take. Um, they take four slashing and uh, six, no, four poison and six necrotic. Okay. Um, the giant moves up closer to, uh, the, uh, the group as it walks around the edge of the building. Um, and it just like, as it moves, its feet are just like kicking people out of the way. Uh, it's crushing some lizard folk and gnolls underfoot. Uh, it is, uh, just moving through, uh, it's towering above this wall of Adventure Incorporated. Uh, and it raises a big club and it slams it down, smashing one of the, uh, dinosaurs who just drops to, uh, druid form. Um, there is one dinosaur left. Uh, which you, at this point, presume is your sister. Oh, boy. Cool. Um, and it is now, like, at the line of your uh, little gathering here. Sure. <clears throat> Let me check something. You looking up stats on giants? Uh, yes, but for something they're bad. In so, particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's not what this is. Not like a regular giant. I heard they have no. twelve hit points and their AC is Boom. eight six. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, don't cheat, Mikey. <laughs> Meta game and Mikey. Oh God, that's no. his name. Anthony never used the stat blocks from the book anyway. No, I just. Uh, he I just makes it up. I do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this 37 foot giant comes out. <laughs> but I like to have uh, access to, like, some special abilities sometimes, which they don't really have any, so it's fine. This is easy. <laughs> um, okay. 
Uh, yeah, what do I see as I like stand up? As Gebetto stands up, what does he you see? You are just like, you look out, right? And you are standing in a sea of lizard folk and gnolls. They are all around you. Uh, there are already like six closing on you with spears and cudgels and swords ready to begin striking. Um, uh, one of the lizard folk, the, the flames, you can feel the heat on your back from the flames, uh, the light crackling across them. Many are moving to the sides, but there's still so many that, uh, they're like right here in front of you. And the lizard folk says, nice of you to deliver yourself to us. Uh, and they make attacks. No, no. Great. <laughs> So, uh, you pull out my, you've got my swishy up and in they come, uh, you throw up blocks, you're parrying, you're dodging, uh, but there's just so many attacks. Uh, yep. so three attacks hit you. So all together you take 25 damage from the three attacks total. Okay. Not not 25 each. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's... Uh, you're in a precarious position for sure. All right. Uh, it's kind of yeah, hard Gibetto, to get back to the group now. You see why we put him in the little diamond? Do you see? Gibet no. Gibetto is going to uncork... I don't get it. Gibetto is going to uncork the, uh, the smoke bottle uh, and whisper, light him up. Okay. Yep. Smoke begins to pour out around you. Uh, and immediately you surround yourself and like the nearest uh, uh, creatures to you. Uh, but the smoke is still pouring out. Yeah. And he's going to use that distraction to to uh, disengage as his like bonus action, uh, his cunning action, excuse me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, and then he's going to try to... Uh, like stealth into the smoke and use that to help carry him away from the situation. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and that is a 28 stealth check. You feel fairly stealthy. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, Genevera. Uh, Patrick is still looking to you, uh, as is the magic man. Uh, Caliph is mumbling, muttering under his breath uh, about reckless magic use. Um, and then he alternates between that and just pure awe at the weave of, of uh, defensive magic that has been cast on this wall. Um, and uh, But as everyone else back here is sort of looking at uh, either the wall or at you. Okay. So. Hear me out. We all like prick our fingers. And so we have some celestial blood, shadow infected blood. That's me. Um. And then Lanier, maybe some fey blood for good measure. Um, and we mix it 
and then we use that to, as like a like a repository for the shadow that comes out of the wall. If you choose to do that, there is power in how we layer these effects. There is... We, what we have learned from our experiments is that how you choose to apply these magics matters. They affect one another as they affect all things. So it would be important for you to decide how you wish to have these magics build to build your repository. So what I'm thinking is if there is some sort of trifold symbol that represents the unity between shadow celestial and fey that and i don't know if this is like out of game i don't know if this is an arcana check or a history check or i just ask someone (laughs) (laughs) but like my so my thought my thought is that we use our blood to paint this symbol we open the door get out of dodge let this repository soak up that energy and clear a path for us. I think that that is a workable plan. What I am saying is that how we choose to do this matters. The order by which we choose to do this matters. If we place celestial magic and shadow magic and fey magic. That would be different than if we place fey magic, then celestial magic, then shadow magic. It is up to you to build what you think is our best bit to have happen what you are seeking to have happen. As for the pattern, there was once long ago a symbol that was used to represent all of the magics that came from beyond the arcane planes. A symbol that has been co-opted, it seems, by one of the few who would remember it. A symbol of the wand for Shadow, of the sword for the Celestial, of the arrow for the fae. Ah! We can use this symbol, but the order matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So fun. Um, can you... I know we've gone through this a thousand times, but um, Shadow Fae Celestial in its most basic form, yeah. Fey changes things. Celestial enhances things. And shadow overwrites things. Overwrites. 
you will have to use all three pieces. Okay. So you think about that. The giant storms up toward this group, uh, and the first thing it does is it swings its club down and bats the front line. Uh, Wolves and uh, a dinosaur included, and just bats them into the flame wall. Um, like pushing them over into the flames. Uh, instantly you see druids like pop out of their form uh, and try to roll away from uh, the fires. Well, uh, uh, other druid might be time to drop those. Fla- uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> the other druid is like, he's way on the other side. Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. You, I, th- you're, I thought you were someone else. <laughs> that druid's like quickly like casting a thorn whip to try and attack somebody nearby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like he's <laughs> I'm just talking to some random soldier. Like, a yeah. lizard I turn like to a, a lizard folk for advice and I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Clug's like, yeah, buddy, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna try and um fight my way towards the giant a bit, if possible. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not too hard because you can just, like, cut back and move across the line mm-hmm. uh, over to the giant. Um, and you are you can square up with him, uh, like, toe-to-toe. Have I, have I killed any... Oh, well, okay. If I can get there, then I would like to get up there and cast a spell on him, if that is okay. My last fifth-level spell for now. Um, but I need to... Th- Think about it for a second. Yep. Um, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to go up to him, and I'm going to try and make a range touch attack against him with my action to cast okay. Contagion to put a disease on him. The okay. disease... So I'm torn. I'm either... I was going to do Mind Fire, which then basically is confusion, and he has disadvantage on intelligence saving throws. But then I was like, he's just going to attack everything, so it doesn't matter. So what I'm going to do instead is cast with Contagion. He's going to get Slimy Doom. The creature begins to bleed uncontrollably. The creature has disadvantage on con checks and con saving throws. In addition, whenever the creature takes damage, it's stunned until the end of its next turn. Oh, so take it out of commission because I can't kill this thing, right? Um, so I'm gonna make a a melee spell touch attack, I guess, with Dune Song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go, bud. That's what I'm looking for, bud. Woo! It's fifteen. Uh. Uh, it, it went, to, it did the thing where it was like tw- 15. <laughs> um, 15 plus, uh, I guess, 8. Uh, plus okay. 9, actually. That's still a lot. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you hit. So he is, uh, yeah, at on a hit, the, cre- the target is poisoned. At the end of each of the poison target's turn, it must make a con saving throw. If the tar- target succeeds three of these saves, it is no longer poisoned, and the spell ends. If the target fails three of these saves, the target is no longer poisoned, 
but choose one of the diseases below. So okay, he's currently poisoned, so he, which is an effect in its own right, which gives yep. him a bunch of disadvantage. Um, but if he fails three of them, he is and he he takes them on his turn at the end of his turn. Yeah. Okay. Um. Great. So, um, Gibetto, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm still trying to like dash and sneak my way back to. So as you as you move and this bottle comes with you, so the smoke cloud moves with you as well. Um, you look out and you see uh, that there are still like uh, a wolf like attacking lizard folk and gnolls. He like ducks underneath and pops up behind someone else and attacks. Um, like, but he's also isolated on this side of the firewall as well. Better lets him go. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, you dick. <laughs> Keth, what are you gonna do? Uh, Keth was going to uh, go help Gibetto, but he, he sees all the smoke and he's like, mm, he's good. <laughs> uh, so what he? I imagine like extra smoke is starting to like filter through the flames. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so he, you can almost like track me moving across the wall by like where yeah. the smoke is. Con- most concentrated. <laughs> Con- yeah. Contagion is not concentration, right? It is not. He's just poisoned. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kev changes his focus to the giant and he takes out his shackles of searing light. Um, he also takes out his bag of caltrops. So he's going to, one, throw the caltrops at the feet of the giant. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at that. It's just like they do so little damage. <laughs> but yeah, then, it's one, de- one, one piercing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just like, take this, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes them, like, lift their Time feet. Time to roll the uh, dice. <laughs> so... Do, uh, do I just do that, or do I need to roll for that? No, you can just throw caltrips. That's fine. Cool. Um, and then Keth wants to try to use the like uh, giant's kind of unsteady gait now to wants to tie the or uh, secure the shackles on his feet or toes or whatever he can get purchased because it's I imagine the uh, wrist sized. Um, shackle. So, however, he can lock his legs together. Ugh, so that's what Keth is going to try and do. Okay. You're trying to ATAT him. Like, you're trying to ATAT him. You're giving him toe rings? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> like. Yep. Okay. If they're secure and this they tie his feet, his legs together. I, I'm ex- I, that's I what I'm going like for. I just like that you assume the giant had toe rings. This giant is going to spring well, break, baby. He's about to. So. Uh, here's what I will say about this before you do this action. Uh, you have this idea. You think it will work. What you worry Mm -hmm. about is whether or not the strength of the giant will be enough to, if, if the shackles will hold together with the strength of the giant. Okay. You don't know. 
Keth is yeah yeah okay. Uh, Keth doesn't know this, but he definitely believes that they're uh, how they how the mendicant sold it to him. They're real strong. Okay, okay. Um, we'll all find out together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, season one or like a episode like fifty maybe. I got these. <laughs> uh, okay. You uh, head over to the giant. You clap the shackles down on its feet. uh, And the shackles close tight. Now, the creature doesn't qualify for the additional damage, right? Right. Uh, Yep. But uh, on its turn, we'll see what happens. Sure. Uh, And Katha tries to distract it and, like, runs away from it, basically. Or, like, tries to get its attention and runs away from the giant. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do the giant. So, uh, Asher, you're still nearby the giant. Yep. Keth, you are within reach of the giant. Uh, a few other people are as well. Uh, the giant grabs its club. Um, Uh-oh. And it goes to swing the club across. Uh, Asher, it's trying to hit you. Yep. It's at disadvantage because it's poisoned. So the club goes careening over your head, Woo! and it smashes against the stone wall. Uh-oh. So we are going to see what happens. <laughs> Genevera, suddenly you hear a smash as something hard impacts the stone wall above you, and a huge like boulder of stone comes tumbling down uh, on top of you, like down toward you guys. So uh, what are you going to do? Uh, yell, duck! <laughs> okay. Uh, it comes falling down this, like, you know, essentially silo that you are in uh, and it crashes around you. I need you to make dexterity saving throw. Everyone will be making one. So the wall's still up, right? It's just like a chunk of it. Correct. 13. Okay. So uh, you take 28 damage from the stone that falls down onto you. uh, And you are not alone, uh, as it looks like almost all of you are being buried under the rubble. Oh. Buried? Yeah, because you're just encased in this fairly small area uh, inside like a 20-foot area, 20-foot wide area. And all this stone comes crashing down in on you. Um, so it just falls down onto you and now you guys are all like covered with stone. Um, uh, Kath- well, we won't need to prick our fingers now, guys. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> just wipes their head wound. Yeah. Uh, Keth, it's your turn. Cool. Uh, Keth is trying to like, uh, disengage from the giant and... Well, I guess, what is the giant focused on? It was focused on Asher. He swung. And yeah, it swung missed. at Asher. It's really just like looking down at everything on the ground. And it's uh, just trying to crush, like basically get its way into this entryway. Um, okay. Uh, then instead of that, uh, Keth is going to climb it. Okay. And try and hit it in the head. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah I, you're just like, gonna run up it <laughs> yeah yeah cool yeah. cool 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 with no key um and then try and just just start swinging and then the plan is to uh dash away from it after so one, two, three. we got a uh, lowest of 18 to hit they all hit Uh, 44 damage total okay and then dash dash away dash away oh I didn't make his uh, poison save Uh, he succeeds on the first poison save okay Uh, okay, yeah, you uh, you run up, you smash him, and you dash away. Uh, Gibetto, you come around the corner of the flame wall uh, on the opposite side uh, from where the, uh, the uh, giant is. You could bolt across to where the giant is if you were so inclined, um, but now you, for now you are on the other side where Lizard Folk and Null, basically you've uh, washed that whole area with smoke as you pass through. Uh, everyone's like, stops fighting. It's just like... <coughs> <laughs> and then as you move on they all resume fighting yeah uh as i like i am going to head toward the uh toward the the giant but i'm also going to leave the smoke bottle there uh, okay. right on the corner uh and i'm also going to drop the iron ball of caltrops as well uh nice and so they they <laughs> yeah. pop out in a 10 foot uh 10 foot radius uh, and occupy that space kind of at the end of that wall, extending extending that annoying space further for the monsters. Um, I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, uh, including Genevera, but yours is a disadvantage because you're trapped under stone. Oh, boy. 23. Uh, seven. Wow. 15. Yikes. Yeah, I rolled a four. What was yours, Genevera? 12. Aren't all your savings 10, Mike? Not saving throws. Ability Uh, checks. Just check. Yeah. So uh, if you... uh, So I think, Keth, you had the only one that was like fairly high, right? Yeah. So uh, you take nothing... Um, everyone else takes 17 lightning damage. Gibetto, you take half that. And I'll take half that again uh, as my reaction. Gibetto, uh, you notice, uh, and it's to you, Asher and Keth, uh, that this bolt of lightning cracks Elatrix one more time, uh, who falls from the sky and slams into the stone as well, uh, now writhing in the center of this uh, open space that you guys have carved out. Uh, Genevera, you hear the, the pound against the rock, but it doesn't seem to do anything. Gibetto, um, he looks very bad. You can see across his quaddle body there are uh, maybe like 70 arrows sticking out of him. Uh, he is charred. He is bleeding. He is sliced up. Um, and like blood is pouring from his mouth. Okay. 
Is it my go? If you want. Yeah, we're kind of playing it loosey-goosey, baby. Yeah, I want. Uh, um. I want to run over, um, and I uncork a uh, a potion of my last potion of superior healing. Okay. Uh, to give to Elatrix. Uh, so that is 8d4 plus 8. You go ahead and roll it. Oh. Um, Steph, can I borrow all the good d4s? Yeah, good Not d4s. The bad d4s. Where have all the good d4s gone? That's right. Where have all the d4s gone? Where all right, so we got 10, 20, 21 plus 8, uh, so 29. Okay. Um, you watch as uh, an almost imperceptible amount of his wounds, like, close the tiniest amount. That's all right. Uh, I know, I know he's not going to die. Uh, right away, uh, and that's all I really care about for this round. Uh, he also, though, um, he uses the, the hell is it? Where's my character sheet? Uh, he uses his uh, not the spirit charm, the other one, uh, the one that that luck makes the the golem, the flesh golem out of the... Oh, the soul? Yes. Uh, the soul, soul stone. Soul stone. Yeah. He okay. uses the soul stone. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, so, yeah, you pick a space over at the edge. Um, uh, and you crack off the soul stone and a bunch of the corpses in the area all get drawn into this space uh most of them lizard folk and null a couple of uh, the druids who have various uh, species are there as well um some soldiers but everybody just gets drawn right into this space and rises a size just a, just a little bit bigger than the giant uh Whoa. as a as a lizard like a corpse amalgam uh, moves. It's got to be such a gross color, it's, like from far <laughs> away. It looks like Akira. Like it's just. Yeah. All like, <laughs> it, it's like so Rude. many lizard folk that it. <laughs> so many lizard folk that it like has a lizard head. Like that's like what sure. it's yeah, 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 yeah. taken the form of. It's like natural form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's got the bent backwards knees like a knoll. Uh. <laughs> yeah and uh my one command to it is protect us uh, sorry it's uh protect us uh it nods uh and it like locks eyes with the giant and bounds forward um yeah um can I roll damage for the wall of fire and then use the pendant of necromancy to direct that to Elatrix? Yes. I would like to do that. <clears throat> um, good one. In uh, 26. Uh, 26 then. 
uh, 31, uh, and it's whoever is uh, along the length of it on along that side take 31 damage. Of a 20-foot thing? Yeah. <laughs> so there's if there's four people there. But it's 10 feet long. Like, it, it affects 10 feet. It's within yeah. 10 feet of the wall. So it could be so, eight people, eight ranks of lizard folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoked. So you, uh, you hold up a hand, and you feel within you, like, Slask's voice rises up. And he says, kill all of them. Leave none of them alive. They are vermin. <clears throat> Hilarion says... This is important. Do what must be done. Do not hesitate. Your hour is upon you. I will not fail either of you. And then I like force like magic through my palm to like push two hundred and forty hit points of healing Woo! go toward <laughs> Elatrix. Yeah. Uh, and you see as it hits him, like he bursts back into action. Uh, he's still badly hurt. Uh, he is still bleeding. But he feels a lot better than he did. Uh, as he <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from here, Gibetto. Uh, you know what? I'm trying my best. <laughs> um, he bursts back to, uh, like, tail flails around, uh, and he just takes off back into the sky. Um, Genevieve. Okay. You, there is like a shing, and a bunch of the stones go flying, and uh, Patrick is still in the space. He has not been buried by rocks. Uh, what a, he says, what a dick. There is nothing I can do for you, Genevera, or for any of you. I cannot help you in this. Right. You don't have to. Because So you yeah, we... you're still buried, remember? Okay. She climbs out and she so says Give me a strength check. <laughs> okay. Like so yeah, like you are in imminent danger. 19. So I just okay, yeah. So you uh, push a rock off of yourself. Um you're you manage to like wiggle free. Uh you just pull yourself up and out. Um like you're just coughing from the dust that is here everyone else is still buried and Patrick is above you and that's when he says like I cannot help you with this and I cannot help them you don't have to we've got this um I mean you can't help like take rocks off people I cannot take rocks off most of the people Okay, take rocks off of whatever people you can. Uh, he he puts gonna... a hand out, and the magic man shoots up out of the stone. Uh, and he just tosses him down. Uh, he says, You are not mortal, but nor are you of the Celestials. You are in a space that I have not interfered with before, but that does nothing that I cannot interfere with. Okay, um, so magic man, let's get to work. And we dig out everyone. Okay. Um, so, uh, Asher, what are you going to do? Uh, keep shooting walls of flame. Oh, well, actually, let's do his attack. Let's do the the ogre, the uh, giant's attack. Sure. 
Um, so the giant uh, steps forward. He steps. Uh, he pulls. Uh, he tries to step forward. He pulls on his toe rings. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the the he tries to step forward and he stumbles for a second and then you watch his face contort in rage and he pulls and the chain shatters oh no from that chain a wave of magic pours out and you see as uh, the blast of energy washes over this space and for the most part, the energy just travels by people. Like, they get washed over by it and nothing happens. Until it hits Evian. And she is, <gasps> as it hits her, she is, oh, like, you watch the pain cross her face. She is contorted as uh, she bursts into flames in the spot uh, from this, uh, the searing light of these shackles. Kath runs over and like jumps on top of her and tries to put put out the fire. She like, she is shrieking just... with pain, um, like rolling around in her deep set cloak that is meant to like protect her from uh, the sunlight. So instead, she's now being like burnt up on the inside, and you're like God, patting God, it down God, or whatever. God. But this there is like this uh, uh, this energy to it uh, that is deep set inside of her as it as it sears. Uh, the creature steps forward and it slams its uh, giant club down again uh, at you, Asher. Sure. Um, it misses again, slamming the club into the ground, dirt spraying up, uh, but you dodge out of the way. Uh, the creature tries to... He, he succeeds his poison check. So that's two. Okay. Cool spell. Um, Very good spell. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting that uh, it's about to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing, Kath? Uh, Kath. Uh, fuck. I mean, I, I get literally trying to do it. Does Kath see any more fire on... I mean, uh, she was, in, uh, she is basically burning on the inside out. Keth takes out the sword of evocation and tries to channel, like, channel cold into her without, yeah, channel cold into her. Okay. Like, not strike her with it, but just... Yeah, he's been okay. attuned to it, so he's yeah. Give me a wisdom check. Yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> get man, so get it, please. Fifteen. You uh, take energy from the sword and you push it down into her um and you try and, and quench the flame that has sparked inside of her um and you're you're not like you you don't uh you don't know for sure what's happening you see her still writhing uh, her eyes roll back and she says uh, blood i i need blood oh shit 
Where's Genevera when you need shit, her? Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Fuck, Kath, uh, like, puts his wrist on her mouth. She bites down, and you immediately feel cold wash over you uh, as the blood begins to rush out of you oh, from uh, the fangs of this vampire. Um, but you feel something else, too. Oh, my God. Because there is a wound in your spirit. Kef. Oh. oh God. What takes hold is not It's not what someone would normally like a transformation that one would normally take from this kind of bite. There's a bigger process to that. It has to be intentional. There is ceremony, there is nuance. There is intention to that. That is not what this is. But already before you feel anything, you feel that something has settled in that space in your spirit. How does he have any space left in his spirit? <laughs> Such a huge spirit! <laughs> He's winning the spirit award. <laughs> He's losing it now. Jennifer picking up rocks, just being real salty about it. Yeah, she's real jealous. Oh she doesn't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, so, Genevieve, you pull the last few people out from under the rubble. Um, Kaelith is looks completely shaken. Uh, like maybe this is the first time he's like taken any sort of physical damage. Uh, in she pats him on the shoulder. Yeah, he's he's just in rough shape. Adonan kind of looks like he had fun. Um, like it was an adventure that he just wasn't <laughs> expecting. Uh, what uh, the the uh, Patrick turns to you, and he says, "What did you decide?" Okay, so Genevera takes out her notebook, and she draws a little staff, and she says, "We start with shadow, to create a clean slate. We overwrite anything that exists, and then she takes her pencil and she draws a counterclockwise circle around." and draws an arrow and she says then we go to Faye to change that shadow energy into a positive forward moving energy um, and then through the center she draws a sword and says then we enhance our purpose with celestial and that's gonna work You, Genevera, are touched by Shadow. Yes. And you are bound to Faye. But you cannot wield either. At this point, you are a children of the dragons. You were created as the dragonborn, you were created by him. You are a conduit between all three of the deep magics. You are touched by shadow, fey, and celestial. And you will be paramount in this ritual. But we need another. And he, like, flies up. Uh, and a moment later, uh, you see him fly back down. And Lanyer 
appears in the space. Misty steps through the wall, uh, passing through the ethereal realm, and then returning to this space. Um, and he says, I have come to help, as I was requested. Okay. You, you Genevera, must draw the symbol upon the wall. It will be through you that the magics are channeled. As you call them out, those who can will aid you. Begin. She does. So, uh, walk me through it. Okay, so first is Shadow, um, and I assume that's Vaisong? Yeah, as you step forward, Vaisong uh, prepares himself. Um, he reaches out with his mind and his body, and he says, There is an excessive amount of shadow here, more pure than I have felt ever. We will need to be wary. And through that, he reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder. And you can feel that magic channeled through you. It doesn't touch you. But it's like the parts of you that are already touched by shadow vibrate more. Outside, you hear a smash as a giant fist, uh, meaty... Uh, the lizard folk flesh slams into the giant flesh that's out there. And uh, like the two are just tussling back and forth uh, outside of this space. But here with you, that shadow wells up. And then you feel it push out of you as you draw the wand upon the wall. Um, she looks at Lanyer. Patrick says, It would be customary for you as part of this ritual to speak on the nature of shadow as you etch it into this place. Sorry. Okay. Um, with... Uh... With this shadow, we erase the past. Adventure Inc. was a place for battle, but it was meant to be a place to help and to grow. So what it has become is a sanctuary for evil. With this shadow, I erase the evil intention that grows inside it. The wand is sealed. Lanier steps forward. He says, I am proud of what you have done. And he puts a hand on your shoulder and you feel that rush. Now the parts of you that are fey, new as they are, begin to warm within you instead. You feel the rise through them there. And you can feel that, in truth, that is as much a part of you as the shadow is. And you put your hand forward again, and that energy again flies out. So she draws the arrow, and she says, With the symbol of the Fae, 
we change the hatred and evil into hope, light, and a second chance to, uh, well, like a, a millionth chance to stop Gorm. The error is sealed. The magic man steps forward and he says, Genevera, I have been so happy and lucky to count you as a friend. He puts a hand on your shoulder and you feel the parts of you that are connected to the celestial well up. And that too is a part of you in the same proportion. And the energy spills forth. Uh, I draw a sword and I say with the power of the celestial, I call upon the power of all who walk behind us, of all who've come before us, and everyone in Anmaneth yet to be, to empower our hope, empower our purity, and empower our purpose. The sword is sealed. The symbol you have drawn flashes brightly. So the last thing Genevera is going to do is she's going to cut her own finger and draw that circle that connects them all. As soon as that completes, the whole thing begins to... It's like a great rush of energy and power, just sucking everything around it in uh, as it draws on the energy of this uh, doorway. And in moments, you watch as the barrier that glows brightly on these uh, on the on the doors begins to weaken and, and embolden. And the symbol you have drawn explodes out with light. It is brighter and stronger than anything you have ever seen before as this the rest of this energy abates. And in moments, that energy has faded and all that is left on this door seared into the wood is the symbol of Adventure Incorporated. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureincpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Serious Business